We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. I'm your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at MattJonesTFR. And I am, of course, uh, joined by the one and only Evan Chaney. You can find him on Twitter at eChaney69. And we are coming at you with some uh, some BMW championship stuff tonight. What's what's up, Ev? How are we doing? Well, you know, uh, the Yankees-Braves game got rained out at the last second. So... Or actually, after lock. So I guess we're all tilting at this point. Um, and if you want to do some tilt gambling, I guess this week's golf tournament is the perfect time to do it. Right? Uh, no better place. So I am just going to talk some golf because, you know, baseball sucks. I mean, I could have I could have told you that uh, previous to this. Fantasy um, baseball. I, you, watching baseball is abysmal. 
but the real the real thing that that we need to uh that we need to discuss uh before we get into any golf talk uh is there anything basketball related that you want to uh that you want to discuss what a terrible sport you know the, the day that james Nays- james <laughs> Naismith decided to put those peach baskets in that gym in in 1880 something i forget what the year was my life I'm, my life was over i know it was 110 years or so before i was born but what was it because now yeah. because of that because he did that i have to tilt the philadelphia 76ers baby yeah i you just i'm i'll i'll tweet out i'll tweet out all of the uh <laughs> nice I'll tweet out all of the screenshots that I collected uh, over the past like six months of you <laughs> of you being so sure about the 76ers. I'll tweet that out with the uh, with the episode. I, I looked through Please. last night and made an album on my phone of all of the all the tweets. Uh, and I'm sure that. I missed some. <laughs> please, you know what? If the old takes, if the old takes or the bad takes, Just uh, Twitter so account. Happy finds me or finds you i'm i'm glad yeah i how many tweets yeah, have i how many times how many tweets do you have in that little database of yours oh there's a lot there's a lot how many times I, even, I, I haven't even uh like i said i i don't even think i found all of them just uh I will obviously you're gonna people actually me, thought the sixers were bad and the clippers were good could you imagine Flyers winning a cup and the Sixers winning the finals is going to be the great June of my life. Uh, yeah. And even, even like a week ago, they were, they were still coming with the, uh, the Sixers are fine. Just, uh, just clean up the turnovers. Take. Is there a golf tournament this week? <laughs> some, some may call it that. Um, yeah. So like I said, we uh, we're at the BMW this week we are uh this is the the second leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs so shoot, uh, super short field only 69 guys in the field this week because mm-hmm. Webb uh your little smirk I really I can't I need I to start podcasting with adults again <laughs> hey, you're stuck with me bud um yeah so Webb Webb withdrew uh so that will uh lower it down by one obviously um, people were tweeting like, well, why, why doesn't Doc Redmond get in now? Because like Webb's still in it. Like it, it just, I don't understand where that, where that stuff came from, but, um, yeah, he will, he'll, he's just going to play next week and he'll probably only drop a few, a few spots, uh, at worst. So, um, we have PGA a, playoffs. what's that? PGA playoffs. You can take a week off whatever yeah it's fine he's got the he's got the points they're in the bank the uh they can't take them away from him so uh why not why not take a week off and and prepare because uh, you know playing golf wouldn't be a good way to to prepare for a golf tournament so <laughs> um all right so. let's let's uh let's start up at the top we have uh it appears a ninety seven hundred dollar Daniel Berger is going to be uh, probably the highest owned guy on the slate. Um, 
there could be a little shuffling, I guess, between now and Locke. But if I if I had to make a guess right now, he would certainly be uh, be the highest owned. I have him like a little bit over twenty two percent right now. Uh, what are what are your thoughts on Berger? He's obviously been playing great golf lately. Um, are you are you interested at that price and that ownership, or are we uh, are we going to talk about some guys you like better later? I mean, the field's a lot. Feels a lot tighter this week, so ownership is going to be. I guess ownership is going to be even more important, right? Because if we only have sixty nine golfers compared to, you know, one hundred twenty man field, then I guess you know you do have to make these more important leverage plays. And I don't know if you like. I, like, I don't see a golf reason to fade him, but like because the approach game. Is this is another one of those courses where the approach game is very important, and it's like, yeah, Berger's probably going to do well here. Um, the only reason I'd fade is if you're concerned with ownership. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, you know, I think that we've had we've had a decent chunk of uh, of time here where where it seems like the chalk is just constantly hitting. Um, yeah. For you know, for a lot of the season since the restart, uh, over over the long term, I don't think that that I don't think that that holds true, especially for the most expensive guys. Um, I have up on the stream right now. If you're if you're watching, I have uh, his range of outcomes relative to the rest of the ninety five hundred and up range, and it doesn't really, to me, it doesn't really inspire a ton of confidence. Uh, I think there's there's a lot of, you know, top, you know, top between top 10 and top twenties there. Um, and not, not quite as many, uh, wins. So you, you definitely need the winner in your lineup this week. If you're going to do anything in a GPP, uh, that's just how no cut, uh, shorter fields go. So yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine fading this. Uh, and if it's, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it hits and he beats me then i'm just gonna have to uh i'm gonna just have to deal with it because there's there's just no shot um i'm playing the most expensive guy in a no cut event just not happening uh dropping down a little bit price wise uh but not so much ownership wise we have matthew wolf at uh 8200 this week seems like seems like a pretty uh pretty low price relative to uh, his ball striking last week, he obviously had that blow up round, but um, overall seemed to seem to play pretty well. So are you are you just kind of, uh, you know, singing the same tune here with with Wolf with all this ownership? Well, yeah, because people are going to. Well, first off, I, I'm not sure if he's going to be highly owned because I know a lot of people are probably just going to go on to Fantasy National, saw that he lost two strokes on approach throughout the tournament and then just be like, no, thank you. Right. Which whatever. But I, I mean, I, I don't know. It depends how many people really take the time to go round by round. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think, people, I don't know if I think, people I mean, how many of the players are going to, uh, you know, know the context of, of actually, why he got to them? I mean, do you they? know, you know why? You know why, why? that's going to happen? Because hmm. uh, the I mean, I could be wrong. But. The the PGA influencer of all influencers, one Mister Nagel, uh, was mm-hmm. was tweeting about uh, adding adding Mister Wolf live, 
Uh, and oh. that became a talking point in PGA uh, PGA DFS Twitter over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, no, I I think I think people are probably I think people are probably sharper uh, than that, uh, and will will likely yeah. know at least for the most part, you know, the first couple of rounds that that he was uh, that he was sort of in the mix but there's a lot of guys obviously in this range i was gonna say because there's an easy pivot here if we're talking about math like if we're talking about matt wolf being a highly owned guy this week there's an easy pivot off of him if you're willing to spend 100 extra dollars that i guess we can get to when we get to pivots sure all right just a just a professional tease right there love it Love it. Just go. we're we're really we're rounding into uh into playoff form just in time. Um we are, right? <laughs> at all these warm-up shows. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh just a quick quick programming note before we move on. Um this week uh will be the last like regular regular show week. Um Ev and I will do the Masters in the US Open, obviously over the fall, but I'll be doing just quick solo shows uh for the rest of the events you know through the fall swing and next week is you know 30 30 guys in the field uh not a not a ton ton of things to talk about so um this will be uh this will be one of the the last shows of the year unfortunately but um yeah we're i think we're in agreement here i think playing the playing the chalk in this range uh in this ownership range is is likely uh not necessary uh especially in a no-cut event typically i as the as the salary goes down i will advocate for some chalk uh just from like a floor perspective and sort of blocking you know blocking other guys from from uh you know whether it's an upside or downside kind of deal um (laughs) but in a no-cut like there's just there's no reason to there's no reason to eat a ton of chalk, especially in a strong field like this. So, uh, yeah, I'm not. I don't think I'm playing either of these guys. Um, there's some. There's some popular guys that we uh, that we will get into right now. All right. Before we get back into the show, I want to uh, tell you guys about one of our new sponsors, TheraOne CBD. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Worslin, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions, that's the important part, the natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary Theragun percussive therapy device. When Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments, he created TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim to be organic, but they still contain up to 30% filler, and some of these fillers are potentially toxic. You can use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover. You can use the body balm for targeted relief, and they even have a sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. Now through Labor Day, which is Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products, but you have to go to theragun.com bluewire. 
If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something that they are likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire only until Labor Day. So go right now to theragun.com slash bluewire and get your buy one, get one deal today. As pivots, we'll, we'll skip over the, uh, the matchup. For this week, and we will just get right into get right into the pivots. So, at the top of the uh, entire salary scale, we have DJ Rom, JT, Bryson, and Rory um, at 10K and up. Uh, I would think that Rom and DJ end up as the highest owned in this range, with G- JT a little bit behind. Uh, but then Bryson and Rory are going to be. Uh, a, a decent chunk behind. So who's, who's jumping out to you out of those five? You know, obviously uh, DJ after having such a huge tournament last week, just dominating the field, right? He's probably my, my top guy here, but then I'd go JT number two only because um, just because the approach game is there. Right. And that's something I'm going to value here. Again, more of a more of an accuracy course than than just the bombers. So if we're gonna if we're gonna be valuing that, um, you know, I'll, I'll go I'll go DJ and then uh, JT in this top range. Yeah, I think I think that's fine. It's obviously really hard to make uh, any sort of coherent uh, argument against DJ right now after he just won. Uh, a PGA tour event by 11 strokes. It's kind of difficult to, yeah. uh, to advocate not playing him. <laughs> um, I just, I really, I just feel like I need to uh, need to completely zig here uh, and, and play a, a bunch of Bryson and a bunch of Rory again. It, it's, it doesn't feel great. Um, but I think Rory, especially I think could could turn it around uh, pretty quickly, and if he if he were to figure it out, this is going to be the lowest owned uh, that you may that you may ever see Rory in this in this context in a in a small field um, for for quite some time. So, uh, yeah, if you're playing 150 lineups, I would I would be trying to get overweight on Bryson and Rory and match the field with the other three and call it a day. That would be, yeah. That would be my game theory uh, centric approach. Um, definitely not, definitely not fading uh, the top three guys, but probably closer to matching. Uh, as we as we continue to go down uh, the the nine k range, I think is pretty interesting. We have a guy in Scotty Scheffler at nine thousand dollars who just uh, really would have owned the week with that fifty nine uh, in in any other. <laughs> in any other circumstance, but DJ decided to, you know, go 60 and then just go nuclear, uh, for the rest of the week as well. Day obviously had a disappointing, uh, you know, a disappointing week. We have Shoffley, uh, Berger, who we already mentioned and Morikawa in this range. So who's, uh, who's the guy that you're getting away from Berger with in this range? Yeah. I mean, you know, we could talk about Scheffler, um, if you want to go up a little bit, I'd say or down rather, um, Morikawa, I think would be your next best bet here. 
again, the approach game is there. Um, I mean, I, I mean, that's going to be my favorite part about it. And he's going to be cheaper. Um, yeah, I mean, the putting is the only issue. Which, again, it's it's going to be like a decky situation where it's like the putting just plagues him, except, you know, more cow can actually come through in a tournament. But, like, <laughs> oh, he did. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, you know, I'll I'll take Morikawa as a pivot. You know, if, if you if I can save two hundred dollars and um, maybe spend up elsewhere, just get off the burger chalk. I, I don't, you know, either way, I'm okay with uh, Morikawa there. Yeah, I think that's that's probably where I'm going. I think I'll I'll also probably be overweight, not crazy, but uh, a little bit overweight on on day. Uh, I think that. That disappointment last week will uh, suppress his ownership a little bit too much. Um, you know, it's it's not like three years ago where a guy like in that situation would miss the cut and then they'd be like four percent owned the next week. Like people are smarter than that now. Yeah. Um, but I think so many people are going to, you know, gravitate towards uh, Berger and you know a little bit below. Uh, this range, you have Finau, who's going to be pretty popular, um, sucking up a decent chunk of ownership that I think um, Day could go a little bit under on. So I'll probably have like, you know, like 150% of whatever his his ownership is going to be. Uh, again, just game theory purposes. And like he's been so good, um, you know, for, for a decent stretch here. And I don't think he just completely lost it. So I will... Uh, I will go back to the well with with Mr. Day. Um and I just I just mentioned him. Are you are you interested in Finau this week or is there uh is there somebody up in this 8k range that's uh that's doing it more for you? I mean if anything I'd go a little cheaper, but it's risky with him, right? I mean, you know, last what was it, last week? Yeah, last week missing the cut. Um but the thing is like before before Northern Trust, I mean, he gained eight strokes on approach almost at PGA, has a yeah. really bad tournament at St. Jude, and then has an amazing 3M Open, good memorial. The inconsistency is huge, right? So, I mean, if he's going to be chalk, I don't want it, right? Especially if I'm going to play a limited entry tournament, I don't want it. If he's going to be under, I mean, if he's going to be lower owned, I'm willing to take my steps. You know, if you're going to tell me he's going to be under 15% owned in a in a single entry contest, I'll take it. I would take the over. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, like. Yeah. No, if I you got were you. Gonna be under, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if that's possible. Probably not. But, like, otherwise, I'm just not taking it. I don't want to take the risk. Yeah. Even though he could be a good course fit, that might stab me in the in the back there a little bit. But. I don't know. He could be all right. But I wouldn't. I don't know. There's a certain limit with him. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think that I think it's just going to be another uh, another decky week. And um, that's that's just been that's just been going really great for me. So I may as well uh, may as well just continue to continue to go down with the ship, I guess. Yeah. You know, he's getting in the top 30. He was so good. Like, he was like, so I well. really don't, I really don't understand what happened. 
I, like, I can't. Ah, it's just so frustrating. There were what? I mean, obviously, he always he always loses strokes putting, but yeah, but like that that one wraparound stretch. season that he had. Yeah. Oh, God, he was so good. Now, not so much. No, but yeah, I mean, I think I think Decky um, will will be one of the lower owned guys in this range, and uh, and that's something that we're looking for this week. He's he's obviously obviously supremely talented and and could snap off a top five here pretty easily. I don't think anybody would be uh, would be particularly surprised by that. I also want to get. Uh, some more Harris English. Um, yeah. I I feel like he's just like a punching bag for for like some of uh, some of the uh, less savory figures on Twitter. And uh, like I don't know what I'm not really sure what he needs to do to like garner a little bit of respect. But like he's good. Like people just have to get over it. He has a great course fit here, and I don't think I've seen anyone talk about that yet this week. I mean, it's only Tuesday, so. But um, yeah, it, the approach game is strong. He's accurate. Like he fits well at this course. Would I put a a you know a to win outright bet on him at certain odds? Right. I don't know if I'd do it at like I don't know eight and a half to one or ten. I wouldn't do that. But you know, if you gave me like twenty five thirty to one, I'd take it. That seems like an easy easy bet to take. Um. But I, he's definitely going to do well here, and I think he could p- easily pay off an $8,300 price tag. I mean, what does he have to do to achieve that, right? I mean, he doesn't even have to do as well as he did last week. Although right. last week, I'll be, you know, easier course. But, like, he doesn't even have to do that, right? He can give us, like, a solid top 15 finish, maybe a little better, um, and still pay off an $8,300 price tag. So... You know, English, if he's going to be on the lower side of things or uh, ownership wise, you know, I'm willing to spend the extra hundred dollars on him if you want to pivot off of off of Wolf. <clears throat> yeah, I think yeah. I think Hovland, Wolf, Scott, yeah, English and Hatton will will probably end up uh, like somewhat flattening out. I don't think any of those guys are going to get super low owned. Um but I do think that they're all just going to, you know, people are going to make their lineups and have, you know, 8,400 left or whatever and click on one of those four or five guys. So, um, yeah, I think English English is 35 plus 3,500 right now. So looks like you uh, looks like you have to go uh, go find a book for that for that bet there. Um yeah, I don't know. Other than that, like obviously there's there are playable guys throughout the range. Um but I mean, if you want to go down, I have some names. I have two names really. All right. Give me One some I'd names. say Kokrak. Okay. Right, because I think he has a good enough approach game. The off the tee game's good. Again, accurate, accurate golfer. And then also Russell Henley. Right? I, I keep hearing in the in the depths of, of golf Twitter here. Russell Henley. I mean, they were, someone was actually comparing, I forget who it was on Twitter. I'm sorry. But like someone was comparing Russell Henley's last 25 ish rounds or so to Justin Thomas's and they're practically the same. Right. And Henley is, 
what, 7,800 on DraftKings? And JT is 10,008, right? So a $3,000 price difference for two golfers that have practically been playing the same golf for, you know, the last, yeah, I guess maybe two months or so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I think, I think Henley is, is usually, uh, usually overlooked. I think, I think answer, uh, fits pretty well here also. And he might be, he might be a little under owned, um, relative to this range, but I, I mean, I think you could probably go. You could go Henley answer Kokrak as as a, a little stack in a bunch of lineups and pretty much do whatever you want uh, yeah. up at the top and just you know find a cheap guy that you like. Um, so I'm not uh, I'm not mad at that. Um, what uh, I mean, what are what else are we doing down here? Like we have a. Uh, a probably very low owned Mark Leishman who can't seem to get out of his own way. Uh, mm-hmm. Connors is down here. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm okay with throwing the name Brandon Steele out there, only because of some okay approach performances as of late. Uh, what does he have here? He has he hasn't lost strokes on approach since Charles Schwab. Right since then, he has a sixth place finish, fifty second, thirteenth, twenty second, forty fourth. But they've all been very strong approach performances, right? Like at least two strokes yeah. gained on approach. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm taking uh, I'm okay with taking a little Brandon Steele. He's fine. I like that. I, yeah, I he'll. Think that's uh, the I'd go. What's that? I think it's the lowest I'd go though. I. I don't want as much as I want to talk about Patrick McNeely just for the rules and <laughs> being his only stand. Um, I, I can't I, No, not here. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think steel, uh, I think he makes, he makes a good bit of sense. I think, uh, I think Max Homa makes a little bit of sense at 6,800. Um, just think that he could he could string some birdies together and uh, and play pretty well. I think the price is a little bit a little bit wacky uh, at sixty eight hundred. Outside of that, like <clears throat> I don't really think anybody below them has has a ton of upside. I mean, maybe Higgs. Like if I was making if I was making a ton of lineups, I would definitely have a few with Higgs in it. Um, okay you know, played well last week and, uh, again, it's sort of, sort of a feast or famine kind of guy. Um, but there's no cut. So you don't really have to, you don't really have to worry about the famine part. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, don't worry about cuts. That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, I think that, like you said, that's, that's definitely, uh, I think those are all of the usable uh, cheaper guys. I don't, I don't really have a ton of interest in, um, in any of those other, the other guys in that range. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's hit some, some cash locks and, uh, and we will get out of here. You want me to go first or. Yeah, no, I, I'm willing to, I can go first. Here. So I'm willing to, stick my flag into Harris English 
and uh, Russell Henley. Yeah, I'd rather Russell Henley in that group. Yeah, so uh, Harris English and Russell Henley are my cash locks. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the well with uh, with Scheffler. Um, at nine k, I think that's. I think he could probably be a little bit more expensive, and I I wouldn't really uh, wouldn't really mind. Um, and yeah, I might I might have to I might have to double up with you there with uh, with Harris English because I just we need to uh, we need to spread the good word uh, about about price. Harris. Yeah. I mean, any, yeah. All right. So I'm glad we agree on something golf wise. There you go. See, it it took uh, it took the whole season, um, but we we at finally got there. At least that, if not previous years. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, yeah. Make sure uh, make sure you guys are in the listener league. I think it's pretty close to being full. Uh, so if you are watching right now head over to DraftKings and hop in the listener league. Uh, other than that, good luck in your contest this week and we will talk soon. See ya. Take care. Did somebody say playoffs? NBA and NHL are playing for the gold and our partners at bet online have you covered. Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures and props. So take advantage of the return of sports, and remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day and night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.